0: All right. So after 96 games in 2014, the Royals were 48 and 48 and made a run to the World Series. Johnny, after 96 games in 2023, the Angels are 48 and 48. Don't you dare get my hopes up. Don't you dare. Let's chat about that. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels.
1: You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, thanks for making
0: Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review, just like Krista123. I'm sorry, 1028 did. She gave get us it five right. stars. I know. <laughs> she gave us five stars. That You can take a star away now, right? Hey, thank you, Krista, for doing that. We appreciate you. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks, and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use our promo code LOCKED ON, and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. There are some terms and conditions that do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently
1: operational over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Rose. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Hey, it's our second season here at Lockdown Angels, and we're happy to be talking Angels baseball Monday through Friday. Having the conversations that you want to talk about, because I know every time you turn on the TV, all it is is about Otani and what the Angels are going to do. We're actually talking about the team and what yeah. they're doing well and yeah. what's going right for this team. At the moment, we're going to get into that conversation about Otani talk affecting the players, perhaps, and what's different about Halo starting pitching this year. Hey, don't forget, Mike, that on Friday, we're having ourselves a conversation with Locked On MLB Prospects host, Lindsey Crosby, to talk about those Otani trade packages. Because, again, it's more than just, are they going to trade? Like, if it's going to happen, then what could the Angels get back? That's why we're getting into the nitty-gritty on friday but first mike let's talk about yesterday's yankee game listen i had to pick my wife up she was coming back from a work trip from atlanta and i had to go to lax and you know that if you love someone you don't pick them up at lax you pick them up at burbank because you flew into (laughs) burbank if you're an la native however it was kind of the 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 way the cookie crumbled she had to go in and out of lax so i caught most of this game on the radio so you saw more of it than i did but there were some highlights in this one. They won 5-1. to one. They yep. win the series. They got one more to go today, which is this afternoon, by the way. It's an early start because they're going to get uh, featured on MLB Network and all of that. But Mike, my boy, Patrick Sandoval, who has been letting us down lately, absolutely shoved in this one,
0: didn't he? Yeah, uh, I'm going to pull a Michael Cole quote out on you. Uh, Vintage Sandy! Like, this was just (laughs) a really great game by Sandoval. Seven to the third, two hits, one run, three walks, seven Ks. The only run he gave up was a home run in the third inning to Torres. Johnny, that was the fourth home run he's given up in the third inning this year. And Sandy's only allowed seven home runs. So that third inning has really been a struggle for him. He had 13 ground ball outs in this game. And the big moment though, Johnny, was when he pitched in the seventh inning, got the Yankees out, came off the field, was in the mid to high 90s in his pitch count. And Wing Randazzo on the TV side said, man, he is just pitching well. You got to yeah. let him come back out. And they actually stayed live in the Angels dugout. And Phil Nevin did his Phil Nevin moment, put his hands on the, the shoulders of Sandy and they were talking. And I read Sandy's lips along with everybody else. And he said, I want to go back out there. Mm. I want to go back out there. And Phil, that. Phil was quiet. Sandy kind of gave him that like sun kind of look like, come on, dad. He's and dead. then Phil Phil hit him on the side of the shoulder and, That was it. And he went back out there. And I love two games in a row now, he has given these young guys an opportunity to go out and prove themselves. And I love that he allowed Canning to do it. And last night, I love that he allowed Sandoval to do this, John. And I know that Sandy's your boy. And so I was really excited to see that Sandy came back out, did really well, got one out, then gave up a hit. But it's great that he actually went deep into this game.
1: That's interesting because I heard it on the radio, too. I mean, he goes out there and he gets the out. And then uh, was the next one a, a single or a walk? single. Yes, it was single. a single. Yep. And, and that's the time to pull him. Yep. Right, Mike? You you go back out there and, and you go out for the eighth and you start it and see what happens. And then Jacob Webb was able to come in. Carlos Estevez was able to come in and close it down. I know it wasn't a save, but that's that's a great move because you yep. let that guy get the very last couple of you know drops in the tank of gas and let him go out there and do his thing. Now, offensively, Mike, I'm very happy about this because I just picked up Mickey Moniac a few days ago on my fantasy team <laughs> uh, because I couldn't ignore what he was doing anymore. Yeah. He had a two-run home run in the first inning, uh, and that set the tone, didn't it? And then yeah. uh, the bottom of the fifth, Zach Neto got hit by a pitch. The guy is Magneto getting hit by pitches out there. Yeah. And he also had a uh, uh, stumble at first base that, Uh, on the throw over the ball hit him in in the
0: helmet. So that poor guy is just literally the ball finds him wherever he's at on the field.
1: And after that horrible send by Bill Hasselman on Monday night, he collided with Trevino out there. Uh, But the nice thing is that he was on base for Shohei Ohtani, yep. who hit a triple and yep. was able to drive him in a much-needed run. Get this, Shohei Ohtani has 21 triples since the start of 2021. He's got seven triples this season, and he leads the majors in that category. Just an unreal season from Shohei Ohtani. After that triple, Moniak singled and drove in Ohtani. Somebody had a good question for us, Mike. They were like, what do they do when like, Rendon and Drury come back? And I'm like... I don't know, bench him. Like <laughs> Exactly, like, th- this lineup exactly. is working
0: pretty well right
1: now. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, I would put Drury out there. I don't know about Rendon. I don't. I don't care about Rendon. Right Listen,
0: now. <laughs> I know that like the trade talk is coming up, and I know that right now the Angels should. I. I. I assume they're going to be buyers, and perhaps them buying means that they trade. Hunter Renfro hmm. and actually maybe get some bullpen arms. I don't know if they can pull that off, if that's actually an option for them. But I think with the way that Moniak is playing and when, when when Trout comes back, I think Moniak has played so well that you can't sit him. In fact, yeah. I, I think Moniak's played so well that if they keep the outfield the way that it is when Trout comes back, then I think that he has to play left field and Ward sits or maybe he plays right field and Renfro sits because mm-hmm. this guy's batting third in the lineup. I, I heard a really great comparison it was Mark Gubas on the on the TV side a, a few days ago. He said that Moniac and his approach at the plate reminds him of Kirby Puckett okay. from the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Kirby was a guy who didn't walk a lot. Kirby always had a high average. He was 300s. And Kirby was somebody that came up and was always attacking the zone. And he ended up being somebody that would always come through in those big moments. And right now... The, the batting average for Moniac with runners in scoring position is in the low three forties. And mm-hmm. it, I think it's because he's attacking the zone, Johnny. And you mm-hmm. saw that again in the first inning, he didn't waste time, had a runner on and didn't waste time with that. He went right after the pitch and he crushed that ball to right field. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be interesting when things kind of get back to normal, but you're right. I think trout coming back, Joe Adele coming off the injured list, I think could also be part of that outfield. So yeah, there, there's some good questions uh, coming up here for the Angels before the deadline. Mike, you brought something up on our post-game Locked On now that we post to our socials. We post it on YouTube right after the game. You said the last time the Halos made the playoffs was in 2014. And I went to my very first playoff game, Game 1 of the series against the Kansas City Royals. And it was that Royals team that swept the Angels yep. and they swept their way to the World Series, but they didn't win against the Giants. But they they did beat the A's they beat us and then they got all the way to the World Series. Uh, that team in 2014, that Royals team was 48 and 48 after 96 games mm-hmm. and they got to the World Series. They had to go through the wild card and the A's to do it, but they did it. And now there are more wild card spots. These Angels are 48 and 48 after 96 games. So, what does that say about our team? What does that say about our hopes? Is there halo hope here? What do you think? I think there is halo hope. I think this team is
0: good, Johnny. And I think that they've really hit the skids the last couple of weeks. And looking at the way that they've played this year, they have had really strong moments and then they've had really terrible moments. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, 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 according to the the stats, how it's swinging back and forth, they're moving back into a really strong moment. And it's interesting to see how this season has played out for them. Listen, it's still one game at a time. We got to focus on, Today's game against the Yankees. Yeah, because and if we lose, it.
1: then the world's gonna fall apart today. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it.
0: Like, like I think that that's what they really need to focus on is yes. just getting one game at a time. And I, I really, the reason why I have hope is not just because I'm a fan and I'm, I'm, I'm blind. Um, i, I, I the reason why I have hope, especially for this team after the All Star break, we, we could essentially be four and one if it wasn't for that really dumb decision to bring Jaime Berea into the game on Sunday. Right. And so this team has really been competitive. It, they haven't been blown out that that kind of two week three week stretch they they were always like down four to five runs immediately or they would yeah, have an inning where terrible. they would fall apart this team hasn't done that john like they've yeah. been able to come back and 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 fill in the gap i know that that saturday game they were down by a few runs a few times but kept coming back and that's what you want to see from this team and that's why i have some hope about this team but again i don't want to look to the pirate series i don't want to look after the pirate series when we play the blue jays i want to focus on today's game and i think that that really matters to this team and that really matters to what they're going to be able to do next. So one game at a time, they get a win today, it's a sweep, and they find themselves one game over 500, and that is always going to be good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, they've they got the Pirates, they've got the Tigers, and then they have the Blue Jays before the trade deadline, and you feel like you might be able to pick some wins up along the way. The yeah. nice thing is that uh, the Astros lost last night, the Mariners lost last yeah, night. Everybody above us in the wild card race lost, so yeah, we, we, uh, we moved up. The Dang Rays couldn't beat the the Rangers, though. But the Orioles also lost to the Dodgers. So thanks, Dodgers, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of today's game, it's going to be at 4.07 Pacific time. So it's an early one. And Chase Silseth is getting the call, Mike. He's coming up to pitch. He's going to start this one, which I think is a great use of Chase Silseth.
0: And it's an early game, and so it's a shadow game. So I think that Silseth could actually have – the That's advantage, it, it possibly could be like nothing, nothing moving into the fifth inning. Both pitchers might actually be really good because those shadows are terrible at the big A at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and 6 o'clock.
1: As we saw on Sunday against the Astros, it was like that. Hey, um every pitch, you can catch every pitch of the Angels Hometown Broadcast on XM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Locked on Angels, I got a song for you, Mike everybody's talking (laughs) Otani. I can't hear a word they're saying. We're going to get into all of that conversation coming right up.
0: Today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. If you want to win 100 times your money on Daily Fantasy Baseball, then you should download the Sleeper app. They are offering 100 times your payout with an eight-pick contest. You can choose as many as eight players that you like and decide if they will underperform or outperform their predicted stats. So, Johnny, uh, who are you taking? Are you taking Otani hitting at
1: least one home run today? Uh, He's on a roll, baby. I got to give it to him. I'm taking yes. How about Estevez getting a save tonight? I feel like, yeah, it could be a close game, and we're going to need Carlos Stevens. He only threw eight pitches yeah. uh, last night, so why not?
0: Yeah, and this one wasn't on there, but I thought it would be funny. Uh, Johnny, are you taking Aaron Loop doing a one, two, three inning?
1: <laughs> Is there a scenario where he doesn't get into the game? Can I take that can one? Can we for? take that one? I don't know. Let me talk to my friends at the
0: Sleeper app. Listen, you can download the Sleeper app today, and when you do, use our code locked on when you sign up, and you can get an instant deposit match of up to $100. So check out Sleeper today.
1: We want to thank you for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Lockdown Everydayers, join us for an awesome conversation with Lindsey Crosby this Friday. He's from Lockdown MLB Prospects. He's going to let us know that if the Angels make a trade, where are the good prospects coming from? Are we going to get a nice return on an Otani trade potentially? If that happens, he's going to talk about that on Friday. Don't forget the Angels are playing the—they're uh, playing the Yankees at 4:07 Pacific time. Catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels like I did when I was driving to LAX last night. I listened on SiriusXM. Mike, I heard a commercial. Yay. uh, Between the fourth, the top of the fourth, and the bottom of the fourth. So that was exciting to hear. More famous. (laughs) Hey, Johnny,
0: you know, with Patrick Sandoval pitching really well, and then Griffin Canning the day before pitching really well, the pitching seems to be on the upswing. And I think these guys kind of really motivate each other and and carry the momentum from one guy to the next. But this year, the pitching has really not been as great as it was last season. Here's some quick stats for you. The ERA for the starting five last year, Otani, Sandoval, Detmers, Anderson, and Suarez uh, was around two to three. So Otani obviously was 233, Sandoval, 291, Detmers, 377, Anderson, 257, and then Suarez, 413. This year, they each have at least added maybe one, possibly two, to their mm-hmm. ERA. Anderson's added three runs to his ERA. Suarez has, has added five runs. Yeah. And, and then the stat that's really kind of interesting, and it's the FIP stat. This one actually is the one that evaluates what the pitcher can not control.
1: Yeah, the fielding independent pitching. So it's almost as if... The pitcher had full control of whether somebody scores or not. So it's kind of like ERA, but it gives you a better picture into. What the pitcher is doing effectively or not effectively.
0: So last year Otani was 2.4. This year he's 3.97. Mm-hmm. Last year Sandy was 3.09. This year 3.96. Detmer's last year 3.79. This year 3.72. So he's actually doing better. Sand, uh, almost said Sanderson. Uh, I'm combining the last two guys. Anderson uh, 3.31 last year, 4.54 this year. Suarez 3.98, 8.22 this year. So yeah. Johnny. A couple of questions for you, and and maybe Mm -hmm. it's a combination of all of them, but I'd love your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Is this a pitch clock issue? Is this a Matt Wise issue? Is this a not having their regular catcher issue? Notice that Matt Feist has been playing more. I love that, by the way. Or is this because the season's just not over yet, and we need to give him some time?
1: And what happened with Canning and with Sandoval is an example of that. I think that there's a combination of all of those questions. When you look at Otani and Sandoval and even Suarez, they had some of the longest uh, time between pitches last season. And now that the pitch clock is implemented, I'm sure that kind of messed up their game to start this season. Um, Now, because the season isn't over yet, I also think that that is part of the equation because uh, last year, Jose Suarez started out awfully like he did this year, but by the end of the season, he had that 4.13 ERA and he had decent numbers for a number 5 number 6 kind of guy so i think that is a major impact as well just you know you got to stretch these things out over the course of 162 games uh anderson is interesting to me because when we talked about him as a potential free agent over the offseason i think the one area of concern that you and i had mike was that he was outperforming his expected numbers. And don't forget, the shift was a big part of his game because he gets a lot of pitches and hits on the ground. And I'm sure with that Dodgers defense behind him, that had a big part to do with it. And you see Anderson also not controlling the changeup as well as he used to, especially last year. A lot of those changeups are middle-middle when you have to put that thing on the edges to be effective. So I think that's what's going on with Anderson. And again, I'm not sure if that's a timing thing, a pitch clock thing, but that's just what's happening. Now, when you said Matt Wise, (laughs) (laughs) listen, I was willing to give him some credit because of how we saw guys like Sandoval and Detmers turn and Suarez too, were able to turn their season around uh, by the end of it in 2022. But that was 2022. This is 2023. And to, again, go back to Reed Detmers, who bring this up all the time, the fact that when he went to AAA and had somebody else tell him how to correct his slider, and then that happens again this season, I just wonder, like, what does Matt Wise even do Mm -hmm. as a pitching coach? And I saw somebody, I can't remember where it was. It might have been uh on Twitter, but basically they were asking the question well, Matt Wise wasn't a successful pitcher in his day. No. And and to be honest, nobody really is. These pitching right. coaches are not. There's probably right. two in the entire league that are, if you go into the deep dive into that. All of that to say, I just wonder where the correction and adjustment comes from if it's not your pitching coach. Because again, Detmer's remembered what Buddy Carl, Carlisle told him last season and he was like, you know what? I'm going to try that again. So I think, (laughs) I think that that is a a huge issue with the pitching coach and Matt wise regarding catching. I, I mean, they're, they're doing pretty well, but I think this team, as much as he was struggling at the plate, I think this team really misses Max Stassi. Don't you think? I think you're right. I think
0: that Max had a veteran experience. Presence behind the plate. I think he kind of knew these guys. Plus he was older than these guys. And so there was a comfortable relationship there where they could throw to him. That that's actually a factor I didn't consider until you brought it up, but yeah, he hasn't been around. Right. And then there's really no update. We haven't heard anything about Max Stassi at all. And so that's, that's kind of a bummer, but I think he would really be a great asset to this team as a backup to Matt Theis as of right now because I think he would bring a really kind of sense of of stability for this pitching staff.
1: And I don't think that there's enough games with Logan Ohapi to kind of demonstrate enough data to say, like, well, here's here's the impact Ohapi had on t-. They were great with Ohapi behind the dish. Yep. I would like to see more of that. Hopefully we get some of that before the season's out, because I would certainly love to see more of Logan Ohapi. uh, And it seems like there's some promising news on that front. So looking forward to seeing when he can get back to this team and to this lineup.
0: Locked on Angels is brought to you by Dave. At one time or another, we all need some financial help, and that's why Dave is great. Dave can give you cash when you need uh, cash on hand right away because you're between paychecks, and he can help you build credit by settling extra cash advances on time. Dave is a banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less with no credit check, no late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money that you need with no interest, and then you can settle up later. Extra cash gives you money to buy groceries, fill the tank, Get your car repaired, catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can even build uh, build credit when you settle on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances much easier. So if you're in a pinch and you can need some help, you can get the help by downloading Dave. Download Dave right now in the app store or go to Dave.com slash MLB. That's Dave.com slash MLB. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check. No late fees. Download the Dave app again in the app store or go to dave.com slash MLB. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligible criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve. Member FDIC.
1: Mike, the talk of the town is what are the angels going to do with Shohei Otani and our friend, sam blum from the athletic who by the way does a weekly podcast called calling all halos with his uh friend connor grossman who covers the san francisco giants they do a great show every sunday and uh it's it, it, as as somebody who listened to lockdown angels before we took over i've missed angels content and sam does a great yeah. job i mean yeah. there's lots of angel podcasts out there where i can get my content but i particularly enjoy calling all halos he wrote this great article about the angels playing uh with the uh the cloud of the otani talk over their heads uh it starts with this every time reed detmers opens up twitter his feed is curated to one subject hmm. not, not by his choosing not right. by anything that he's done it's just all that he sees and it's what will his team the angels do with Shohei Ohtani at the trade deadline. Ohtani, uh, or Detmers actually said, obviously you see it everywhere. It's all over freaking MLB network. I love that. Everybody's movie. tweeting about it and people start tagging us. It's hard not to see it. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine being tagged as Why a baseball player? In fans don't tag the players. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> uh, Detmers said that, you know, it's clear that it's his job and the team's responsibility to try and block it out, not let the talk bother them Mm. or impact them. It's a task easier articulated in an interview than practiced in real life. So it's easier said than done,
0: right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Estevez actually was interviewed as well. And he said rumors around the league have been around for the entire year. And he said, you don't know which ones are true, which ones are false. And the best thing that you can do, whatever you hear is just, come back with the same effort. If he's going to get traded, he's going to get traded and there's nothing that we can do to control that. We just got to play hard. And then Mickey Moniak actually said that he hopes that they can actually rewrite the story and and he wants a chance to be able to do that. He said everyone in the clubhouse knows that they can only control what they have control over and that's handling their business. I did love what Phil Nevin said after the Angels beat the Yanks on Monday. He said Otani wants to win and he wants to win here. And there's this narrative that hasn't been true, that Otani doesn't want to be here anymore, that he wants out. He's got to go. Ben Verlander on his Flippin' Bats pod has said, like, the Angels have to trade Otani. They have to. They have to get something for him. But what they're not considering and what Sunday Night Baseball isn't considering and Eduardo Perez wasn't considering is that this team is in it. And so why would you trade? Why would you trade somebody who's on pace to hit almost 60 home runs? Why would you trade somebody who essentially won the game for you Monday night and got a huge hit? Uh, in in last night's game. Why would you trade somebody that is your ace? This is what this team needs. And I get if they were out of the race, then they would have to consider some things. But Mm -hmm. quite frankly, like they're four and a half out. They're four and a half out of the wild card. And this team that was 41 and 33 is still this team. And they're starting to figure it out, Johnny. So, I just think that the more games that they win, the the better the chance that Shohei is going to be here. And there's, what, 11 games before the trade deadline. So uh, I think that he's not going anywhere, first of all. But, John, what could the Angels do to help the players know that Shohei isn't going anywhere? Should they should they communicate that? Should they sign more players? What, what can the front office do to say, hey, boys, focus on what you're doing, keep winning, and we're going to help
1: you? What can they do? Uh, what they can do is is be clear with the players, but Mike, I'm not even sure if they know what they're doing uh, at the yeah. moment uh, because a lot of people have asked us on our YouTube comments or on Twitter, hey, what if the Angels just went ahead and offered Shohei Otani the extension or the contract, and if he says no, then they can trade him. Well, either that hasn't happened yet, but from all indications and, and word that we've received, Otani's going to free agency, yeah. and I don't think he's going to accept any kind of offer Um, that hasn't been made clear. I think that if Artie Marino wants to save his reputation, quote unquote, because he keeps saying he doesn't want to be the one to trade Otani, He doesn't want to be the one to, who gave him away and whatnot. uh, He also doesn't want to be the one who got nothing back for him. Then save your own reputation by saying, look, we gave him an extension, 600 million for the next so many years. Like, Get the word out there that that's what you did. So I'm not confident that anything has happened on that front. So mm. I'm I'm not sure the Angels even know where they stand with Otani other than he wants to get to free agency. Now, you said something a minute ago that's that I disagree with. Okay. You said this team is the team that was 41 and 33. And the reason I disagree with you is because there's no Mike Trout, there's no Brandon Drury, there's no Ben Joyce, there's no Sam Bachman, but here we are climbing back into the standings. That's so true. I'm just being facetious. I mean, I agree with you on a lot of stuff from my sure. big bro. Uh, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is this team, for as down and out as everybody counted them before the All-Star break, has kind of clawed their way back right. to something that resembles a team – who could fight without their dudes. Exactly. Without their dudes, without their studs. And they got plenty of studs on the team. As we saw last night, Moniak and Neto and Otani and Sandoval, like be this team. Plus get the guys back that can make you even better. Don't stop being this team. This is the team that you need to be. And I think that they really have to look at what they've done over the last five days. And even though that loss on Sunday was disappointing, it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't, an embarrassment it wasn't uh some of the losses they were suffering before the all-star break it was i hate to say this cuz i hate losing but it it wasn't a it was a a good loss in the sense that it went down to the wire and yeah. normally when you face the astros they kick your butts and Right. Well, here we go. We didn't like, get crushed. Yes, they didn't get, get crushed. They showed some fight. So I think this team has a long way to go if they can continue to be the team that they are now and get their dudes back. Right?
0: Someone's gonna eat you alive because you said good loss. I love that. <laughs> they always do,
1: and I just go.
0: I just do Dumb and Dumber. La 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 la. la. la, la, la. <laughs> well, it's great content like this. And that's why you listen to Locked on Angels. So thanks for making Locked on Angels your first listen of the day. The Angels play the Yanks. One more game, possibly could get a sweep, 4.07 Pacific time. And you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels.
1: Give us a follow on Twitter at Locked on Angels and at Bros on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to catch up with you there as well. If you're on YouTube, comment below the video, let us know that you're here. We love getting into the comments and conversation with you. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show?
0: Well, we're here game to game, every game, to recap those games, and we're going to talk about Chase Silseth and how he did kind of excited to see what he can do against this Yankees team and I think he can ride the momentum of the previous two guys. I'm trying not to get too disappointed if they don't get the sweep, but I think that it would be so sweet to get a victory
1: today. So we're going to recap the game from today tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Can't wait to recap that game with you and hopefully we go out there and get a win. Until then my name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us and we'll see you back here
0: tomorrow.